Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter S. Thompson. We were somewhere on the edge of the desert when the drugs took hold. The sky was full of screaming bats and my attorney, the Samoan, was pouring beer on his chest. I hit the brakes on the great red shark. Your turn to drive, I said. No point mentioning the bats. The bastard would see them soon enough. There was still a hundred miles to go and we had to get to Vegas by four to claim our press suite for the Mint 400. I knew your magazine had taken care of the reservations and the editor had given me $300 in expenses, which I'd already spent on two bags of grass, five sheets of acid, 75 hits of mescaline, a salt shaker of cocaine, a galaxy of uppers, downers and screamers and a bottle of ether in L.A. before we left. It was the Samoan that saw the hitchhiker and said, Let's give this Oki a lift. The kid got in and started talking. What's the story, he asked. I took a half dozen tabs mixed with a few black bombers and shot a gram of skag into my eyeball. What's the motherfucking story, I laughed. There is no motherfucking story. We are the fucking story. This is Gonzo, pal. We're chasing the American dream right to the motherfucking end of the rainbow. The kid looked freaked and we dumped him on the edge of Vegas. The Samoan pulled out a three fifty seven Magnum and put it to my head. As your attorney, I strongly advise you to drive to the hotel at top speed, he yelled, pumping 27 amyls and a quarter tequila into his aorta. And don't even think of trying to outdo me on the knocks again. What are your names, the clerk inquired, as the great red shark skidded to a halt by the front reception desk after smashing through the hotel's plate glass doors. What's it matter? I cried. Call me Mr. Thompson. Call me Raoul Duke. Call me Dr. Gonzo. Just give me the goddamn room. We went upstairs and threw the bag full of drugs on the bed. I eyed up the Samoan before pulling out a blade and chopping my arm off and ramming some mescaline and ether into the stump. I warned you, my attorney said, amputating his leg and plunging a speedball into his femoral artery. We'd already been awake for three days, and hours and hours of catatonic despair lay ahead. We ain't gonna make the dune race, the Samoan said, because we ain't got the Vincent Black Shadow, and no one can see shit in that dust bowl anyhow. The snakes were freaking me out. But not as much as the polar bears or the girls doing their Friends of Debbie Reynolds impressions by the slots. Maybe I needed to go easy on the psychedelics. I'd called Timothy Leary and Allen Ginsberg, but they were too whacked out to answer. So I took a fistful of downers. Don't wimp out on me, the Samoan yelled, turning sympathy for the devil up to eleven on the radio and ripping open my guts to pump out the barbs. This is serious countercultural satire. This is the 70s, man. The hippies have flaked out and the reactionaries have won. There ain't no reality more twisted than Richard Nixon's American dream. So don't get real. Get surreal. I'll see you when I've sodomised a teenager. My head started spinning and vomit seeped from my neck through a hole in the windpipe. I was furked. The magazine was going to kill me for not finding out who'd won the motherfucking race. The hotel was going to have my ass for credit card fraud and the police were going to bust me. I had to do a runner. I chopped off my head, blew a couple of quarts of nitrous oxide into my lungs and headed for the lobby. There's a telegram for you, Dr. Gonzo, the clerk said. It was from the attorney. We had a new story. A story about a story. A story about a story about us covering the district attorney's narcotics convention at the Moonlight Hotel. 
unlimited money, a brand new caddy, the white whale. So you made it, said the Samoan, slicing open a live hobo and removing his adrenal gland. Fancy some adrenochrome? Another five months of being awake. What the fuck? Why not? I took out the three fifty seven Magnum and blew an iguana away before blowing a hole in my arm. Can you think of a better way of finding a vein? I laughed. This gonzo shit was wearing thin. Sure, we went to the DA's convention and found out they knew jack shit about drugs. Everyone knows marijuana's just for stoner losers. Sure, we got the locals pissed at us on the freeway. Sure, we kited some checks and did more drugs. Sure, we fooled the chambermaid into thinking we were undercover cops. What better cover than a pair of drug fiends? Sure, I bought an ape. But it was all getting a bit tired. I tried writing in a new format. Duke, we're looking for the American dream. Waitress, it's down by the old psychiatrist club. That didn't really work either. The only people left reading were a few old rolling stone heads that still thought that sex and drugs and rock and roll were going to change the world. I had to get out of Vegas. I chopped off my remaining limbs, smearing the rest of the drugs into the open wounds, bounced my torso into the front seat of the white whale and raced a DC-8 down the runway. <laughs>